Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. You say free podcast hosting like it's a bad thing. Let's talk about the rise of subsidized podcast hosting as a service. Hello and welcome to another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Podcast hosting is going through some massive changes. It was only six months ago that I got on this program, Podcast Pontifications, and told you why you should always pay for podcast hosting. Well, some changes have been afoot, and now I'm wondering. I'm really thinking about the future of that. That's still my current recommendation most of the time. But is that always going to be the case? I can think of three, and there are likely a whole lot more, new services that have come out on or around the same time I made that commentary afterwards that have taken free hosting to a new level. Now, we in the podcasting space, and if you are, as you are, a working podcaster, when you read the news of other podcasters about these new free podcast hosting services, that's what we focus on. Hey, it's a new company that offers free podcast hosting, but really, when you start to peel it back, and you, if you were to go in the boardroom of these companies, free podcast hosting isn't the business model. Free podcast hosting is the necessity. Their business model necessitates having free podcast hosting. And that's interesting to me. Let me let me give you three very specific examples of that one. So clearly you, you, you know who Anchor is. We all know Anchor is the free podcast host, but really if you peel it back, Anchor's, what they were really trying to do was, it's, it's appealing to people who want to start a podcast but don't even know where to begin. And so they made it super easy on your phone to do that. And of course they gave it away for free. But the reason they gave it away for free is they had to. They had to make all the things work inside of their server. They had to take the files off of your phone that were connected automatically and upload it and squish it together. So their software ultimately required them to have, well, if they wanted a lot of people to use it, a free free hosting. Try it out for free. Could they have charged? Sure, they could have charged, but they didn't charge. And look where they're at today. Hi, Spotify. Another one is, more recently, that was Substack. Substack is an email service provider, and email is an interesting thing with podcasting because there's complexes. But Substack came out with a new way to actually convert your paid email list or start a new paid email list that incorporates an audio file sent out via email as well as a podcast. Of course, for that to work, they have to have a lot of people utilizing their service because it does automatically the embedding in the file inside of the email that gets sent out. They want to tack on, you know, uh, they're going to be able to take a piece of the revenues of people that use Substack to make their audio-based newsletter. And you get an RSS feed if you want that too. It's a private RSS feed too because people who are subscribed, if in fact it's a, if it's a subscription model, then you know you need to do that too. It necessitates having 
audio files available. And they could have charged for that, but they didn't. They're going to make their money in their business model from people who subscribe. They're going to take a piece of the subscription fee that paid newsletters are providing. And then most recently was a new company called Red Circle. Just came out a couple of days ago or just announced a couple of days ago. Red Circle is trying to address a, a challenge that's been around for the longest time in podcasting to where small size podcasters can work together and collaborate to do promos for one another's shows. Now, I'm not here to talk about promos. I'm not a huge fan of promos inside of shows, but it's an inter interesting model. And in order to make sure that it's fair, the way that this Red Circle product works is you might, if you have a smaller show and you're pimping a big show, they're turning the favor. They're going to pimp your big show. It may take you more times to serve the ad to get a parity. So the same number of people are exposed to both shows. Okay. And again, they have to have the podcast audio files to do that. Their business model necessitates free podcast hosting. And I find that intriguing. I find the idea of having free podcast hosting as a service, as part of the service that you provide, as just the thing on the back end. Yes, of course we have to do it this way. It really changes the conversation. It's an awesome time to be involved in startup culture that utilizes audio listening at your model because more people are doing it than ever before. I see a change in the way that we approach things. You know, today, the question is all, how can I make money from my podcast? What can I do with my podcast to make money? But these new business models that are cropping up, which is a big part of the advancing model of podcasting that I am obviously a staunch advocate for, says that new business models are going to come around. So these new business ventures are saying, not, how, not, not those questions, but it's what is happening now that I could leverage all of this interest in this thing we call podcasting, all these new people listening, how can I build a business around that? Not necessarily how can I make money directly from a podcast, but how can I build a business around something that gets people excited, th that takes advantage of the people now, ooh, hit it, wrong way to say that, <laughs> that realizes that all these people are excited right now about podcasting, what can I do? What can I do with that? It's an interesting way of looking at things. And again, I don't think these companies are hanging their hat on the fact that they do free podcast hosting. I think they have to do free podcast hosting in order to make their business run. Now, I don't think this is an immediate death knell for the paid podcast hosting providers. Not necessarily. And, and here's why. Podcasting has been around for 15 years, but website hosting has been around for a lot longer than that. And there are still companies that just do podcast hosting. There are plenty of places you can go host your website for free, but if you're a serious business out there, you're not going to go with a free podcast host or even, a, I'm sorry, a free website host or even a cheap website host. You're going to go with one that is robust and it's bulletproof and you can rely on it to be up all the time. That makes perfect sense. Okay, true. But if you really look back at the companies that are doing nothing but hosting websites, they're few and far between. You know, the company that hosts the most, the most web content that's hosted is from a little company called, well, for three letters, AWS, Amazon Web Services. I think Google might be number two. These companies do a whole lot more than just host media files. So my prediction is, I'm not a prediction. I, I would, I would, I'm counseling the other podcast, the hosting companies out there, of which I love these guys. They're, they're some of my best friends. 
run podcast hosting providers or podcast hosting companies. You're going to have to do more. Interesting stuff. Because I think a lot of these other companies are coming along the line. And, and, but, the, but again, there's plenty of room. There's always going to be people who want to have their own show and do their thing and have all the control and all those things they do. That's fine. But there's a growing number of people out there who are looking at this new space, this new place where audio is being consumed greater than ever before and seeing fantastic business opportunities arise out of that. And yes, most will fail. This is startup. This is the way startups work and don't work. The vast majority of them fail to get off the ground. But occasionally some really cool things can happen, and I see lots of cool things happening now that necessitate free podcast hosting, subsidized, if you will, by other business models, subsidized podcast hosting as a service. New, interesting way to think about things. Hey, business owner out there, if you're thinking about a podcast and you wonder what you should do, how you should get involved and take advantage, get in touch with me, would you? This is what I do. My company launches podcasts that keeps them running. And also, I got decades of experience back in business operations and marketing and a variety of aspects running startups. So I'm sure I can help. Send me a note, evo at podcastlaunch.pro. Go to podcastlaunch.pro to see the current services we offer our clients. And that's it. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, Choice.CRD.CO has a collection of these resources and more. 
we encourage you to speak up. Take care and spread the word.